Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Hello legends and welcome to another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the podcast that actually talks with the superstars, not about them. This is Spotlight, out every Wednesday night over the off-season and we're focusing the light this week on the king, Clint Gutherson. Following is a collection of short interviews we've done for you. Enjoy. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered the Blast. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. It's been a huge week of interviews. It's only getting bigger. We're joined by a royalty. A king has arrived. King Gutho. Clint Gutherson, plenty of theories to the nickname and how you got it and who came up with it. What's the true story? Yeah, look, there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there about how I got it. I gave it to myself, everything. There's sort of everything out there. But um, it was actually, what year was it? 2016. Yep. We're out at Penrith and um, I was playing in the six jersey and I was putting on a clinic out there and I think Joey and Freddie, I didn't know about it at the time, Joey and Freddie were on the call and I was just started calling it Wally Lewis and King and it just turned into that and then um, after the game, I remember looking at my phone, we ended up losing, I ended up looking at my phone and I was going off and I was reading all about it and all this other stuff and then um, it just stuck, all the fans got on board with it and now it's still stuck today so... I could have worse. I've had worse in my life, so yeah, mate. It's one that I'll take. But um, I didn't give it to myself. wasn't self self given. It was uh, definitely given by someone else. Andrew Johnson, Brad Fitler, two uh, reasonable footballers too to be handing out a nickname like that. I oh, know it was very. Uh, it's, it's more an honour actually to have, yeah. have those two pass it out. And uh, Joey still says today that he he's created what it was, so it's um, it still gets a laugh and it's. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's a bit of the fun side of footy, so I can't complain. Mate, let's wind back to your debut year, 2013. It was the 8th of September at Brookvale Oval. You were playing for Manly against Penrith, and I reckon Jakey Travojevic may have debuted in the same game. How's your memory on that? Am I on the mark? Yep, yep, you're spot on, as, as per usual. So the eighth, it was actually the day before my, um, my 20, or my 19th birthday, actually, so I was 18 at the time, so I get to say I debuted at 18, which uh, not many people sort of get to say. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to to debut with Jakey. We played all our junior footy together, um, always versus each other, Howard Mats, SG Bohr, um, under-20s, New South Wales Cup. And then, um, yeah, that, that game, we sort of got lucky enough to be able to debut together. And, um, look, it, it sort of was a pretty, pretty special moment for both our families and uh, everyone involved that sort of got us through from the junior footy. So it was um, 
it's pretty special and one I'll never forget. A shit run of injuries early, mate. Um, in your late teens, knee and foot injuries saw you play five games in three seasons at Manly. Then the move to Para, and everything changed literally immediately, didn't it? I mean, it was it was incredible. Yeah, as you said, I had a lot of a lot of early injuries, annoying injuries as a kid. Your your body just might not be up to it, or yep. or whatever it is. Just the the footy gods just didn't want me to be playing, and um, sort of just bummed around in the in the lower grades for a lot of time. There, got a few games, which at at the time I just thought I'll take what I can get and yeah. and see what happens with it. But then, uh, twenty fifteen, I did my knee uh, in round one and, and got a tap on the shoulder at the back end of that year that you sort of had to look elsewhere. And uh, lucky enough, I met up with Brad out at Parramatta and. And Foz and Chalky were, were going out there at, the, at that time as well. So that made my sort of decision a lot easier. And yep. yeah, as you said, things yep. sort of changed pretty quickly overnight that I was at Manly sort of as a kid, you think you're going to stay there forever. And um, yeah, then I ended up out the West and um, the rest is sort of history since then. You debuted on the wing, you've played in the centres, you've played at six. The transition to fullback permanently because you played in a few different jerseys over the years, was it an easy transition? Uh, well, I made a lot of my ju- played a lot of my junior footy, sorry, as a fullback, and then when there was always another fullback in that in that team, I, I'll just put my hand up to play somewhere else. Just yep. I, I just wanted to be in the team, and um, looking back at it now, it's probably helped me become a better fullback because I know what other positional groups are thinking when you're attacking. What this is doing in the centres at five eight, wherever it is on the wing, you can see what other positional um, p- players could be thinking, and I feel that that helps my game. Um, now, especially that I've got that fullback position sort of uh, made it mine and, and it's, I can just call it mine. I've, I've caught it home for a couple of years now. So it's, um, look, it's great. I, I enjoy fullback. It just lets me roam around. And um, yeah, look, all those positions that have helped me develop the game I've got today. From fullback, how big a change in the game did you see last season with the rule changes? Um, yeah, it was pretty big. It wasn't um, overly massive. I thought the first probably month of footy, as it always is in the in the new year, it always takes your body a bit of time to get used yep. to new rules, the speed of it, the the physicality of all the players these days. It's um, it's pretty crazy. But especially going into the new year with with these rules, it's gonna it's gonna be the same again. We're gonna have to be able to adjust, and the teams that do that the best will will come out on top. Are you involved as a fullback more or less, or about the same? Um, oh, look, it's hard to say. It's um, it's, every game obviously varies, but I, I would probably say more at the moment. You get you get your hands on the ball a bit more. You, everyone's sniffing around the ruck there. Yep. They've got plays and, and all our, all the halves these days are just are just roaming. So it's fullback and five eight and halfback. They're very similar these days. It's just probably I've chosen the good one with less defender. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> You're about to kick off your sixth season with the Mighty Eels. Was last year your best year if you had to self-assess? Uh, yeah, personally, I think it was my most consistent year. I think probably 2019 I played some great footy, but yep. I was – I was still very inconsistent with my up downs and then, and then my down games. But I thought last year I was I was consistently the same player, and um, that's sort of what you want to be as a player. You want to know what you're going to do each week. And I thought last last year I could before I, I ran out on that field, I knew what I was going to give the team, and um, I've just got to build on that now and and see if I can go to another level and uh, hopefully I can uh, take the boys a few steps further. Mate, on that, the style of the game now, probably more tailored to genuine footy players, ball players and playing eyes up footy, which really suits you. Yeah, it does. It's um as you said, it's it's probably more for the, the boys that just want to get out there and have have some fun and run around yep. <laughs> and throw the footy around. And I, I feel that 
that's my game. I sort of just like popping up. I'm probably not the most skillful out of out of all the players and fullbacks out there, but I'll get out there and give it a red hot crack and just run around and and try and put my my body in the right spot and and see what comes of that. And um, I'm just going to do that again this year. And uh, as I said, hopefully just enjoy my footy and go a few steps further. Okay, you said it. You might not be the most skillful. I'll say that you're not the biggest. You're probably not the strongest, and you may not be the quickest. But you seem to, from my seat, have an amazing motor and also resilience. Is that a natural trait or something that can be learned and coached? Um, look, I've always always had that sort of that motor in me where I just I just hate giving up. I just don't want to let someone down, and um, if that means running a little bit further or or throwing my body at someone that that I shouldn't be, um, I'm going to do it. And I think you, I, I think you can learn it. I think. I've learned a lot over the, probably the last five or six years that you can really push yourself to another level. And um, I try and do that every single off season or every single preseason where you, you were this last year, you need to be a little bit better. And um, I feel like my body's at, at the best it's been uh, a couple of years now. And um, hopefully I can play some great footy with it. The knock on the Eels has been they haven't handled finals footy well. I'm an Eels tragic, so I always jump to the defence. You know that. It's only a young spine, relatively, and compared to others. And to be honest, with injury over the last two years, you four actually haven't played all that much football together as a unit. Yeah, it's um. Look, we've got Reedy, who's into his third season. Dill's the same. Um, obviously, me and Mitch have been around a bit longer, but uh, it takes time. It takes it's, it takes a lot of years. You you think of the best teams they've been playing for a long time together, yeah. and um. Look, we've we've had a few final series now where where we've won one, lost one, and then we're out. We lost two last year, and uh, that was only my second finals appearance. So uh, I'd love to obviously get back there and go a few few games further. But uh, we've got a lot of learning to do before then. Such a long year, and you can build a lot of confidence um, throughout the year. And um, just hope hopefully that we're we're set. We've played a lot of footy together by the back end of the year and we can uh, go out there and sort of shake it up a bit. Speaking of confidence, it's often said players come out of rep camps as better players, as more confident players. What did you learn from your state of origin experience, mate, playing three games last year? Yeah, it was great. Obviously, it's everyone's goal to be able to play for their state and uh, I got to tick that off last year, but it's uh, probably more of a fire in there to sort of make sure I get back there and um, sort of, I want to win now. Yeah. We lost the series, and now I want to get get into winning. And um, if Freddie at that time thinks I'm the right person, it would be a great opportunity. But I just wanted to go in there and and try and learn as much as possible. Obviously, there's players in there that have played 20, 30 Origin games. They've, they've captained teams to premierships, mm. and I just tried to sort of rub my head up against them and, and try and learn as much as possible. And um, I was lucky enough to we had Cordner there, Boydo, and uh, we got Teddy. We we had a lot of great great heads there that I could just sort of um, see how they prep for games, see yep. how they get the teams up. And uh, I probably still haven't even really looked back on it because it's come around quickly. But I think just, just being around it, you will pick up things that can help you as a as a leader and as a player. So uh, we'll see this year if it, how it goes. And um, I think definitely I, I've got to go to a new level um, knowing that I've been there and, and been around those camps. Always a pleasure, Guffo. Actually, actually, I'll stop there, mate. Um, the hair. You're running with a new do in 2021. Now, keep in mind, this is coming from a bald man and, and one not by choice, but what's going on up there? Um, yeah, look, it's been a year. I cut, I shaved it before round one last year. Yep. Then, 
Look, I was just going to grow it and keep my usual sort of short back and sides. And then we went into the COVID break and I just let it go and got back to the footy. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to grow it for the year. And now it's at the stage where if I cut it now, what was the point of growing it? So I'm just going to keep growing it out. And uh, maybe at the back end of the year, I'll, I'll, I'll cut it off and, and raise some money for a charity or, or something like that and, and have a bit of fun with it. But at the moment, it's just sort of flowing around. The locks are there. And um, look, it's, it's getting a couple of laughs, but... Look, a bit of style, and I'm sure a couple of kids will be running around with it soon. Does it have a name yet? Have any of your teammates christened it? <laughs> no, well, they're all saying that I went to Turkey and got hair plugs, all the boys. So <laughs> they're, they're, they're saying that, but no, nah, nothing around at the moment. A few of the boys are a bit jealous that I'm losing it and they've got to shave theirs. I reckon it's grade five reckless use of the follicles. But thanks for stopping in, Clint Gutherson. Wish you all the best for the season ahead. Hope to chat again soon, mate. Ta, mate. Thanks galaxyfinance.com.au ask for Leanne for a free chat we marvel at the fullbacks and in 2021 don't we have an amazing group of number ones and if you analyse closely the really cool thing is they're all very different type of players one of the finest has dropped on in Clint Gutherson like to get your thoughts on the strengths of some of your rivals sure they've got multiple positives and, and all of them have got complete skill sets but is there one thing in particular that stands out to you about them? Let's start with uh, AJ Brimson. Yeah, Brimo, he's just uh, he's just a ball of energy. He's everywhere on the park. He's uh, I think we saw last year a few times when he was on the field, he, he could score from anywhere. And I think the Titans are in really good hands with um, with Brimo at the back. What about James Tedesco? <laughs> well, he's probably got the complete package, Teddy. But I think just the way he opens up a game from um any position he he could be just taking a dummy half run and you just tackle break three or four guys and then and then go the length and set someone up so i think just the way he can break open a game like that just puts sort of so much doubt in the defender's mind Kalen ponga yeah again um that step that he's got he's yep. stepping past and um everything that he does on the field uh, is sort of magic and uh, i think sort of the best for Kalen's yet to come and I think Newcastle should be um, very happy that he's with them. What stands out about Ryan Pappenhausen, mate? Oh, obviously, his pace. He's he's yep. just lightning. He gets a half break and or even a half chance. There's a little gap there. And I think the, he's so smart. His footy IQ is is so high that he, he pops up in the right spots and gives himself that chance with his speed because he's not the biggest bloke, but just finds that half gap and just busts straight through it. He isn't the biggest bloke, but maybe the biggest fullback, Latrell Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, everyone knows how good he is. And I think at the back with the likes of Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds, he's going to go to another level. And um, he could he could easily become the best fullback in the game in a very quick time. And um, I think teams that are versed him, you won't be able to defend him. He's, he's that big. He's that skillful. He's got a kick. And he can pass. And um, look, it's going to be special when he really finds his straps. We could go on and on. Gee, there's some talented fullbacks. Out of curiosity, who was your favourite fullback growing up and why? Uh, my favourite was actually the snake, Brett Stewart. Yeah. He, um, he, when I was a kid growing up, I was always watching him and uh, I was lucky enough to sort of learn under him for a lot of years there and we still keep in contact today, which is uh, pretty cool. He always buzzes me every every couple of weeks during the year and see how I'm going and um, catch up for a few beers. So it's um, that's a pretty special relationship that I always take. Thanks for dropping in, King. Good luck on the weekend, mate. Thanks, Andy. Hey legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. How would you like to be part of our team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go. From scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances... 
voice recordings and more, the opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. Next week, we could be promoting you right here. Packages start from as little as a couple of hundred dollars. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab. Go to andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Because our fullbacks are all so good in attack, the defensive game of a number one probably doesn't get the recognition or attention it deserves. However, it does from the coaches at training. Because in most teams, the fullback is the defensive boss. He's in charge of ensuring the line is levelled and that it's numbered. All the while, he's still going to make sure he's in the right spot for the right time. Clint Gutherson has a reputation for having that genuine footballing knack of field positioning. Guffo's dropped in, make defending and defending kicks and try to work out where their kickers are kicking to and where you need to be. How do you do it? What are you actually looking for on the field? Yeah, it's hard. It obviously takes a, a lot of time to realise where you are on the field throughout a whole sort of a career. And um, especially against the teams with left foot, right foot kickers, it, it makes it very interesting and um, very hard to be able to sort of cheat your way to a, a easy kick catch, really. it's um, I think with Penrith last year, they were so good at um, sharing the kicking load. And you just got to get on your bike. It's It's probably a... Um, it sounds easy, but it's a lot harder mm. than it sort of sounds and looks. You you got to get the defensive line set and and be ready for the kick at the same time. So it's um it's pretty hard, but it just comes with time. I think the more you play, the more you get used to it. It um, just comes with you know where you are on the field. You don't really need to think about it, and you can get the numbers set and be ready for the kick. Are you relying on video and preparation with the coaches during the week, or are you watching the opposition kickers on the field trying to work out where you got to be? Um, no, our coaches are great. They have all the video, every kick cut up every week uh, from the team you verse and uh, who's playing, who might play. So it's um, look, you sort of do a lot of work throughout the week to to know what type of kicks they do, when yep. they kick, who kicks the yep. most. Um, so you can sort of get to know that. But then on the field, you never. It's a game of footy. You don't know what's going to happen. And um, this game, someone might be kicking a lot more because they know something about you. Yeah. So it's um. You can prep all you want, but then you go out there and you don't know what's happening. So it's uh, it's all about feel and um, sort of just seeing how the game's rolling out and and how it's going. As a fullback, who are you relying on to close spaces and to help out? Is it the the two wingers? Yeah, the wingers do a huge job. We sort of on the field we call it the pendulum, where if one of the wingers, if I go one side, the other wing is back, and if I go the other, the other wing comes. So it's um, look, it just takes with playing each other and and playing against and with each other that 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 sort of or gels in and um, sort of makes our job a little bit easier. Thanks for the insight, Gutho. Cool stuff, mate. Oh, mate. September 8, 2013, it was the last round of the season. Brookvale Oval for Manly and Penrith, and two future superstars made their debut for the Eagles. Jake Travojevic was one, and his teammate was this man, Clint Gutherson. What do you recall of your debut game, mate? Yeah, it looked pretty special moment. I uh, got to... Got to debut with Jakey. We've been around a long time together, played a lot of junior footy together. And uh, to to run out there on a Sunday Arvo at Brookie, it's every kid's dream because yeah. uh, we'd been there all 
all our sort of childhood on the Sunday or Saturday Arvos and um, being down there and uh, to be able to run out there with a packed house um, with the Eagle Rock running at the time and um, a lot lucky enough, I think it was my second touch, got over in the corner and um, it was all a, sort of a blur from there, but a uh, pretty special moment I'll remember. Yeah, mate, it was your second touch in first grade. That is, that's dreams come true stuff. It is. I think my first touch I fell over and, and hit the deck off a kick return, so that it was a little bit better, but we had practiced this scrum and I knew that when we got, Ches kicked a 40-20 actually, and I knew that when we got the scrum, I was a big chance. It was on the right side, I was on the left wing. And I said, oh, I could be a chance here. And I just grabbed it. I'm surprised, I'm surprised I didn't drop it because I was that nervous. But I found, found into the corner and I uh, just remember all the older boys just coming over and uh, giving me a big hug and uh, it was a pretty special moment. You grew up in the Manly area. You made your debut for Manly. Obviously, you're an eel now. Do you still keep tabs on the old club? Is part of the heart still there? Yeah, it's still got a soft spot to me. As you said, I grew up around here. I still live over here, so it's um, it's still got a soft part in my heart. But whenever we verse them, it's always um, do or die. So it's um, I still keep in contact with a lot of the boys that I played with there, and look, especially Jakey and a few of my other good mates that are still playing there. So it's um, look, it's still good, and you don't hate your team because they let you go. You just got to move on and and just sort of adapt. And look, they they're always going to have a soft soft spot for me. Love winding the clock back and doing so with the good guys. Gutho, thanks for the chat. We'll do it again soon, mate. Thanks, mate. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Club rivalries are one thing, but each and every player has that one team or maybe one player he finds it really easy to get up for, for whatever reason. Clint Gutherson, which is the one side or the one player you reckon you get up to play for? Uh, look, there's a few. There's obviously the Penrith with, with Parramatta and Penrith, the local derby. and um, I think the biggest one over recent years for me is the Tigers game. We always versus the Tigers on Easter Monday. and Yep. Um, it's just a big game. There's a lot. There's always a lot of media around it. We there's always a sold-out crowd, and uh, I don't know why. Just always got a lot of feel to it. They, they play all the stuff before the game. They have the anthem going, and it just really gets you going. And um, I think that's probably one of the easiest ones to get up for, and one of the most exciting, to be honest. Back in the day, where there was stinks in the middle of the field all the time, I guess the front rowers could afford to get emotional and, and personal with one-on-one contests. But in 2021. One-on-one, you against another fullback, it, it just doesn't happen all that much, does it? Yeah, not really. It's um, it's very rare like these days to sort of get that to happen. Uh, I remember last year, Wolverson, the Warriors up at uh, Gosford and Roger made a break. <laughs> I didn't know what to do and he stepped me and I fell over. So that's probably the closest I got to a one-on-one battle with a fullback last year and uh, Roger just destroyed me. But look, it's always great. You always want to verse the best the best players in your position and um, to see where you're at. And look, there's so many good fullbacks at the moment. It just seems like you're out there every week versus one of the best. So it's um, 
you always got to be on your game and it just makes it a bit more exciting. It's the strongest position across the NRL at the moment for mine, fullback. I mean, there's not a bad one amongst the 16. No, there isn't. And I think these days there, it is such an important position, both attack and defence, that uh, a lot of people coming through are really trying to push for that that position. And um, look, it's just great. It's great for me. It's, it really pushes me to make sure I'm up my best every week. And um, look, it's, it's great for the game because they bring so much excitement. Cheers, Gutho. Chat soon. Thanks, Andy. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. Who is the most annoying bloke at the Parramatta Eels? Gee, there could be some contenders here. Who say you, Clint Gutherson? Who do you reckon is the most annoying and why? There is a lot. And um, look, I don't know. A lot of people would probably say me. We've had a we've had a we've put the biggest pest over the last six years. Actually, left last year, which was Tackers. Yep, he was he was the worst. He was um, horrible. But at the moment, I'm gonna have to say Reedy. He cops a lot of he cops it a lot, but he's just annoying. He just he's always just there. He's just that person that's always next to you or or in just in the conversation. But um, look, he's fun. He he takes it in in um in good spirit and gives it right back. So it's good fun. He said on the podcast uh, earlier in the year that Regan Campbell-Gillard had a dog's body and and big Regs did have the comeback, but also told me a story off-air that uh, early in young Reed's career, Regan gave him a backhander when they were at Penrith and Reed wanted to go on, Reed wanted to go <laughs> on with it. He would have needed a bloody stepladder. He wouldn't have reached him with any punches or anything. So, uh, look, Reed, he, he, he's good fun. He, he can take it and... And everyone just gives it back to him. So it's, it's, it makes training fun when, when everyone's sort of on the same page. That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter. And Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had. Best drinkers, best looking. Who knows? There's no rules but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them and we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.